Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Rock, flag, and eagle! What's up? Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Chairgate. And I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from a winter wonderland that is Austin, Texas. This is the newest season. Uh, I got, we're just going to call it season three because I can't remember what season I'm on anymore. So this is episode one, season three. We got a whole new thing with Chairgating. We have video as well as audio. So just catching up to like the 21st century here at Chairgating. And I'm finding a new co-host because I'm tired of doing the shit on my own. I know I'm funny, but I need someone else. So what the plan is, is each episode going forward for at least the first like four or five episodes, I'm going to rotate co-hosts and we're going to find out who's the best. This week, we're starting with Dakota. Dakota, say what's up. Hey guys, Dakota Rutledge, what's going on? Yeah, so we're starting with the best. This is first isn't the worst this time. It's going to go first is best. So he's got to set this bar high for everybody else. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's in the States. Yeah. It's an honor. So, it's an honor. I'm glad I was picked first. Yeah, I think I should start with the best. So you can set the standard really high. So everybody else is going to have to kind of live up to that standard. So I'm expecting mm. a lot from you. Damn it. I should have got more beard. I should have put them damn shades on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look as cool as me right now. That's for damn sure. Um, if anyone hasn't noticed, I guess if you're listening to the audio, you probably wouldn't notice. I am wearing some cool snowboarding goggles, cool little beanie that says homies, uh, because it's freezing fucking cold in Austin, Texas, if anyone's unaware. I, also, I got to take these off. These are just hurting my face. There's my pretty blue eyes. It's freezing fucking cold here. Uh, power finally back on in my apartment. The power's been out since 2 a.m. Monday morning. No power, uh, no running water. Nothing. It's been and like the Revenant over there. You're it's pretty Caprio much, I mean, the Revenant. 
<laughs> right. That guy's kind of a pussy because I kill bears just on the reg for fun. Damn. But yeah, it's it's my life is pretty much the revenant. I, I would say that's a really good way to uh, explain it. It's been freezing cold. It's been snowing and iced over. Uh, I've been me and my wife and I got two dogs. We've just been popping back and forth from house to house trying to find power. Then their power will go out. Then we got to go. To hey, the man. Next one. hey, man, y'all got some power we can use. <laughs> Dude, I actually created a meme. Hold on. I've been, I was sending it around and it worked because it got me a couple places. Oh, shit. Yeah, I saw that one dude helped you out. Me and him are friends on Twitter. <laughs> it's literally like power. what you said. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even seen that. That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got any power? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing, man. Just looking for power and you're a southerner you're from georgia would you say south georgia, georgia i don't baby. know what do you call like i'd your... say central georgia i'm just north of macon south of atlanta yeah atlanta's just like central right is that what you would thanks babe yeah uh, atlanta atlanta's pretty much like the hub like i feel like if people aren't from georgia they're probably like yeah atlanta that's that's what the whole state's like you it's have like atlanta to describe where you are outside of atlanta it's yeah, either like, I'm just, oh, I'm from Savannah, which nobody's from yeah. Savannah. That's weird. No, no. Or it's like, how many miles and what direction from Atlanta are you? Because that's the only I'm way I'm 35 miles understand. south of Atlanta. If you know where Atlanta Motor Speedway is, I'm literally like 15 minutes around the corner from Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, I'm three hours west of Savannah. Um, I'm far enough from Atlanta where it's nice, but then it's like close enough where like if you wanted to go out hopping bars and shit, it's, you know, a boys night out wouldn't be far. It's like... I know Savannah, Georgia, uh, just because I've been there, you know, times so like on vacations and stuff like that. And it's just like a dirtier version of Charleston, pretty much. And then <laughs> I love Savannah, man. And then Augusta, which is just oh like, god, a shithole, but it's famous. Yeah. Everyone knows yeah. Augusta. But Literally, it's, a it's really weird. I used, I used to race BMX, and there was a BMX track in Augusta, and it was like you had to drive through the fucking hood. I can cuss on here, right? No. What are you doing? Yeah, of course you can fucking oh, cut. Oh, oh, yeah, drops in the fucking hood to get to the bike track. And like, dude, it was like roll your windows up, lock your doors and shit. But then it was always like the Augusta National Masters. Yeah. There's an elegant, beautiful place. Augusta. Yeah. And then I'm like, dude, this place is a shithole. And everyone I always know is like, you, there's the masters, and then don't don't go anywhere outside of the damn golf course. It's like when you go vacation to Mexico. <laughs> i've never been to mexico augusta's cancun um so you're That's, from the south yep. regardless of what part of georgia you're from georgia boy and as you know a couple of years ago they had that what was it like snow apocalypse or whatever in atlanta dude and everyone freaked so out and it, all the like the news made, made it look so much worse right because it's just traffic but it's like it's atlanta and there's always traffic yeah and everybody from up north was making fun of you right yeah uh because the northerners are like haha stupid southerners y'all don't understand yeah. that's the thing it like sleet weather. snowed and then it was just ice like i'm sure it so, happened in texas it was just ice yeah so this is what i want to mention i'm like you know what fuck everybody up north that makes fun of mm-hmm. us because yeah, fuck them. we don't have snow plows like we just our city i live in a city of a million people it's austin there's a million mm-hmm. people here it's the 11th largest city in the u.s we don't own a single snow plow here this yeah a million people. We don't own a single snowplow. We don't own a single bag of salt for the road. We just don't. Because <laughs> That's why the Georgia. fuck would we? You know, it happened, it's like, and they were like, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> right. It, it, no one knows what to do because that's why the fuck would we be prepared for this? It's like one every hundred years. 
we're just not prepared. Yeah. It's like normally it's like a hundred degrees outside. So sorry, Dude, when I was we don't a, have when all I was your a little shit. kid. I felt like it snowed like once every winter. Like it was like you're right. gonna have a snow day. And then I'm probably about two thousands on. It was like once every three to five years you saw some snow. And then it, went, it wasn't like northern snow. It was like one to three inches maybe, and then ice. So it was like yeah. it was it's crunchy like the ice stuff. Snow. And then it just turns yeah. to ice. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens enough here. To, and enough to turn the ground white. Yeah, and, and growing up um, around here, it was the same way. It never snowed, not once. Uh, my wife grew up in Houston. I think she saw snow once growing up there, and it, but it was like 2010 or 11 or something. And yeah. all of a sudden, it seems like we get snow like once a year now, a little bit, not like this. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not like all – I don't know anything about climate change or global warming or anything, <laughs> but I will say – it, we've all of a sudden started getting more rain and more snow, whatever that means. I don't know if that it's weird. Is People it are like, Oh, global warming, dude. And I'm like, no, it's getting colder, man. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck global warming is, but all I know is it's getting colder and rainier. Uh, I don't know anything about the science behind that, but that's just from my like point of view, all my friends up North, they'll be like, Oh, you live in Georgia. It doesn't get cold down there. And I'm like, dude, no, it gets cold as shit down here. I said, or like, Georgia's nothing but humidity, just like Florida. And uh, when it gets cold, it's like that moisture in the air freaking hurts. It hurts right. to the bone. When I go, I've been up north and been in blizzards and stuff. I got friends up north. And I remember it was this big blizzard. It was knee deep in snow. I've like, I've never seen snow like this ever. But it was like, it was like 20 degrees, but I was wearing a hoodie and I felt fine. Like it, wasn't, yeah. the, it was up cold, there, but it was Up there, it's brutal. just the wind when it gets cold. Yeah. It when I was brutal, up there, but, the wind is just like cold. But down here, dude, when like if it's 30 degrees and the wind's blowing or anything less than that, dude, it is brutal. Like you don't want to be outside. Don't go outside. I normally don't go outside if it's below 50 degrees. I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, that's it. I'm in for the day. Like I'm the type of guy that every day when work is over, I hit the pool, grab some beers, and I'm just chilling in my pool because I can do that even like in the winter time here because it's like 70 fucking degrees. Yeah, oh, this is hell for me. That's why I'm dressed like this, prepared in case this shit goes out. Again. <laughs> in case the lights go, because it's fucking if your freezing. Screen just goes, or if the lights go off, I'll be like, all right, I know what happened. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> hello, rattlesnake, are you there? Yeah, no, I'm fucking, I'm fighting a bear is what I'm doing. Just know that, and I'm drinking a Coors. They're as cold as the Rockies, and they literally are, they, are, are the mountains. Are the mountains blue on the can? Yeah, just from sitting outside. Look. Hey, that's one so, thing you could just say. That's not even the in the court. refrigerator. That's outside. Damn. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. It's crazy, man. So really, it's like the businesses all being closed didn't help. And the roads, thankfully, we have a Wrangler, so it has four-wheel drive. But the roads are oh, just yeah. insane. I mean, the roads, you can't even see roads. It's just ice and ice. snow. And people just fucking sliding. Finally, some businesses opened up. There's a taco place literally across the street. And it's so fucking cold, I won't even walk there right now. So I get in the Jeep and drive over there. They just opened up because this area just got power today. And so they start cooking tacos, drive-thru only. And literally in the taco, in the drive-thru, just to do the turn, cars were getting stuck. And so I would got out because they were like in front of me. And I just started pushing every fucking car <laughs> until I could go. Because I had four-wheel drive. Um, that's hero. how desperate I was for tacos. Damn it, boy. Yeah, that's yep. one thing is, is like when it gets like that here once in a blue moon, it's like but people don't know how to drive in snow. It's like it's not snow, motherfucker. It's ice. Like you 
it's ice road truckers out here. You can't steer on ice. And just- yeah, and those dudes up there, they don't have to drive on it because they have salt. Unless they live out in the country, then by all means, good for you. Like farmers in South Dakota, I don't know how you fucking do it. <laughs> but like the people that live in the cities, the plows are out in the middle of the night. They got fucking salt that they're immediately throwing down. Like they really don't have to drive on the snow and the ice that much. It's just like uh-uh. their driveways. Out here, you can't even see a fucking road. And I'm in a city of a million people. It's mayhem. Chaos. I don't know. So uh, fuck everybody up north. If you're listening to this and you're from, you're not from the south. Fuck you. That's it. We don't um, do that shit down here. Yeah. So we'll move on past that. We're about to start another civil war. Just this podcast, just for fucking calling out northerners. So um, let's move on past At the least- snow. Since I know I've been ranting about it, let's talk. <laughs> Daytona 500 you were at the Daytona 500 and it's unfortunate this power went out because we were going to do this podcast like Sunday night or Monday morning or something and we were just going to like get going we could talk about it while it was fresh so this kind of sucks this is totally on me not really on me it's more on like mother nature I guess we'll blame it on mother nature so we're here now and you can tell us how the Daytona 500 was, what it was like having to wait. What was that? Like five fucking hours <sighs> in the rain. Hey, dude. I want to hear all of it, man. Or like, it's lucky or it didn't run to Monday. You've been screwed probably to try mm-hmm. to watch the end, but uh, I wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. It was like, it, or like I was at the 2020 Daytona 502 where it got rained to Monday. And I took my dad to his first Daytona 500 that year. And we were in, in arms. Like, should we stay for the day? Like I was like, dude, I bought the tickets. We're here. Fuck right. work. I called out. And we stayed. And then it was Did this you already year. call out before that? Or I was talking about last year. Uh, but, yeah, this year I was like, hey, I'm going to Daytona 500 again. And looking at the weather, it was like nine days of rain. And I was like, please, like, can we just race? Like, But uh, we made racing all the way up to Sunday. And then so I told my boss, like, hey, dude, I may or may not need Monday off. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's so, true. Uh, so, yeah, he was pretty cool about it. And then, man, it we, we got all the racing in through the week. And then Sunday came and literally – it rained Sunday morning, and then the clouds parted, and it was beautiful out Sunday morning. And it was like, dude, I was sending friends pictures like, fuck the radar, dude. We raced yeah, today. It's on. Like, yeah. with the picks, like, and I'm like, oh, we're rain? good. Yeah. What rain? We're good, dude. It was gorgeous. And I was like, we're about to have like a sunny-ass hot race. It's going to be good. And then I kept checking the radar and kind of checking Twitter and stuff, and it was like, there's rain coming. And then they start. it was almost like mimic a 2020. They started the race, besides the big one coming in, they started the race. Big one happened, lightning strike, rain, and I was looking at the radar, and it was just coming straight to the track. It was coming straight Damn. to the track. It and always does. Dad, yeah, I told my dad, I said, dude, I said, this is about to be this is about to be at least two hours rain, and it's going to take mm-hmm. a two-hour drive track. I said, we had rain jackets. We were already prepared nice. and stuff, and I said, well, 2020 prepared us, and I was like, dude, <laughs> let's just huck it to the truck. I was like, I'd rather sit in the truck and take a nap and sit here right. in the bleachers bored as shit, right. and he was like, yeah, you think it's going to rain that long? I said, dude, no, like, this thing's probably about to get rained out. And he was like, you really think so? And I was like, dude, let's huck it. We started, we left the track. We started, we were parked probably a mile from the track, not at three-quarter mile. And we started walking, and it stopped raining. Like, it just like a storm blew over. I was like, dude, look, oh, we made it. We got about halfway, and it started fucking pouring. <laughs> and we were getting soaking wet. And I was like, we're already wet, dude. Like, we So, y'all didn't walking. go back to the truck? You just said, fuck it, we're going to No, no, we back. walked back to the truck, but we were soaking wet. And then uh, we chilled in the truck, and it was probably like four o'clock when we got to the truck. We're chilling, chilling. I'm listening to MRN, I'm checking stuff, and it looks like more rain's coming. 
And it's literally like, I think they're going to call it. And, then, and it's like, I don't think NASCAR's going to call it. I think Fox is going to call it. How far away do you live from Daytona? I think it's about five and a half hours. Okay. So, like, it's, it's close relative did you have a, to, did you like, have a hotel you room or tracks. anything? No, we were, me and my dad were camping. Yeah. We're, damn, we're that camping so out you, the track. You're like, either uh, we fucking stay or we go. There's no in between exactly. here. And I got to the point where I was like, dude, I was like, and that's the thing. We waited around. It was 730, 8 o'clock where they said, we think we can go racing by nine. And they said that. So I was like, oh, it hasn't rained in like 30 minutes. Like, and I was looking and it looked like the rain was breaking up. But I got to the point where I was like, dude, if they call this after we just sat here for like three and a half hours, I'm going to be pissed because that's what happens. Yeah. You sit there and wait and wait, hoping they're going to go back racing. Right. And then it ran or then they call it and you're like, why? I could have been three hours into my drive home. Yeah. But I was also like, man, should we stay again? Like we had, we didn't plan on staying to Monday, but I was like, should we stay again? But then they said, if it rains out, they're going to race to four o'clock on Monday. And I was like, I'm not about around sit here all fucking day to, right. or Monday to watch the race at four. I said, if they call it, we're going home, dude. Fuck it. And um, I'd already talked. I, I have a ticket guy. I get a lot of tickets through. And I texted him and I said, hey, man, if this thing rains out, like, what's the credit work? And Daytona 500 doesn't allow you to renew your Daytona 500. I would have just got ticket credit to some race this year if I wanted it. Like that, any I other NASCAR have, race? I would have. Yeah. Any or yeah. Any NASCAR race. I would have had the like ticket, like how much I bought my tickets for. I would have had that money towards whatever race. That's I wanted not bad, to. though. That's kind of. A yeah, cool no, deal. no, it's not. Because you live right by happened. Atlanta, so you just well, like, that's what happened Atlanta in 2020 race. with the COVID thing. Like I had Atlanta tickets last year, yeah. and because of COVID, I didn't get to go. And I turned those tickets into Bristol tickets. Like nice. I said, hey, well, can that's I move cool. those to Bristol? And they were like, yeah. And literally, they were like, what seats do you want? And I was like, Damn, it's like I already spent. That's, the, I already spent. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it it, it kind of worked out. So I really wasn't sweating if we were going home. Yeah. But anyways, they were like, hey, drivers to your cars at 8:45. I was like, it was like eight. I was like, dad, we need. To we need to get our shoes on. Right. Like, let's go. So we went back to track and funny story short, you know, I don't really care. I was like, dad, it rained. I was like, probably half these people went home. Like we saw a bunch of traffic leaving and stuff. Right. I was like, of course, I was like, let's go sneak in some good seats. Like let's go of up in course. the towers and get in the trial. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonics Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.
And uh, we did that last year on the Monday rain out too. And we sat like right on the start finish line. It's pretty cool. But so we went up in the towers and we're like, dude, look, it's wide open. It's already wide open because of COVID. It's pretty cool. But we were like sitting there, la di da di da. And drivers were coming to their cars. And uh, this dude came up, this dude and like his grandma or mom or something. He came up and he approached me and my dad all wrong. Like I'm pr- pretty chill, totally relaxed person. I don't get in people's faces about nothing. I'm fucking chill. And this dude comes up in the row in front of us. Me and my dad are sitting there just kind of waiting. They're cranking the engines. And this dude's like, hey, man, I don't know who y'all are, but y'all, these ain't y'all seats. And I'm like, ah, shit, this is this guy's seat. Like, we need to move. Like, we're busted. And so me and my dad are like, hey, man, no worries. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we're, we're going to get up for you. And he said, no. He said, you need to get the fuck out of here. And that's what Whoa. the guy said. Dude. And I was like, I looked at him. So I was like, dude, like, chill the fuck out. This dude was like 50. And like, there's one thing, like, look, I don't have a leg to stand on. I'm not, I think I'm in his seat. And I was like, but you don't talk to people like that. No. And my dad was like, hey, man, take it easy. And uh, my dad's almost 60. He wasn't fighting nobody or nothing. But I was kind of, it was one of those things where after it happened, I got more mad about it. Right, of course. And you're like, and I, so I wish I was cooler. In yeah. That and I was like, I was like, hey, man, it's all good, dude. And he was like, no, y'all need to get the fuck out of here. And he, like, he was like, y'all don't even belong in this section. And I was like, I was like, you just think you're so fucking cool, don't you? <laughs> I was like, I don't know why I said that. Me and my dad just walked down the road and sat on some other seats. And, like, the guy didn't say nothing. But then we saw a family come and sit down in the front rows. And the guy wasn't even – we weren't even in his seats. We were in the row behind him. Like, he was sitting in the row in front of us. He didn't want us to sit next or near him because it was six feet. He didn't want us to sit near him. So he told us to get up. And like it wasn't, we weren't even in seats. And I was like, dude, I was seeing that. I got so mad. I was like, dude, I gotta go over there and push that guy over there. That's so weird. I never have bad experiences at NASCAR. No, that's one thing. That's so weird. That never happens. Usually, if that usually people walk up and they like hand you a beer. They're like, hey man, what's up? Like NASCAR is so chill. The Daytona 500 kind of gets a different crowd than a lot of. Oh, that makes sense. We'll go down that road. Um, but like if it was me, I would have been like, hey man, um, you. Y'all are kind of in our seats. And I like I'd expect them to move and be like, no worries, like whatever. This guy was like pissed. Yeah, we weren't even like, seats. I'd be like, hey guys, you know, this is my seats right here. Y'all mind just like moving back a couple rows or yeah, like, over no, a little he, bit. Not he a went deal. and got a ticket lady and told on everybody. There was other people that were sitting in seats that weren't supposed <sighs> to. This ticket lady came up and was like, Hey, let me see your tickets. Let me see your tickets. And like me and my dad were like sweat rolling down her forehead, like, oh shit, he went told. And I was like, if she comes over here, I'm going to, I ain't saying shit. I was like, if she's asking me to see her tickets, I'm going to tell her no. <laughs> and, uh, and it I sucks because like, you try to reason with the ticket people, but they don't care. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been in I that situation like, where you're like, nobody's around. Can we just yeah, be chill? I was like, she's and just doing like, her job. But tickets, she, please. Me and, my dad, me and my dad just ignored her and watched the race. And she walked past us, asked people, walked to these people, asked people, and didn't ask us shit. And we were like, okay. Dude, anyways, I have so many situations like that at NASCAR races that I've done those that exact same thing. But the opposite has happened. For instance, Kansas, uh, I was at that race and I was in, I had just interviewed Austin Dillon and I was in the infield and the race started and, you know, you're not allowed to like drink and stuff. And, and all my interviews were over and infield's cool, but I was like, man, I would much rather just be up there, get some good shots, you know, from the grandstands, you actually get good footage. And I can, I had a fucking cooler. I'm like, I can actually drink this case of beer and have a good time. <laughs> I'm at a NASCAR race. Like the interviews are done. What else am I doing down here? And so I go out there and for some stupid fucking reason, although I have a hot pass, literally mm-hmm. that allows me to interview 
drivers in their haulers, yeah. I'm not allowed to go into the grandstands. It's so stupid. And that, you look in the yeah. grandstands, it's like half empty. And it's like, this is Kansas, Just motherfucker. When's the last time you sold out this race? Yeah. Like, I can't get in here. Are you kidding me? So um, I got in some heat about this on social media, but I just faked that I was like, my hot pass is actually like a press pass and I was supposed to be in there <laughs> and they let me in, Dude. although they turned me down the first time and I, I live streamed the whole thing. That's what got me into some heat about it. Oh, I live streamed it. I was like, I fucking got in dumbass. Got cocky. But, <laughs> yeah, I got a little cocky, but I got in and like, I went to the area where they have the tables. I don't know if you've been to Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the like, they readjusted some of the grandstands. It's really cool where they have like tables in front of the seats. It's, yeah, it's a yeah, really like cool a area. Yeah, you got to like pay extra for those tickets. So I just snuck down there and I think they caught on to me and they're like trying to find me. And I was around people and I was giving people beers because I had a full case. Oh, the race is half over. Yeah. And the P I tell the people around me, I'm like, you know, I was just down there interviewing people, interviewing drivers. I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, if they come and say something, well, you'll have my back. And they're like, yeah, we got you. We got you. Nice. And, and it was different groups of people. It wasn't even yeah. like the same group. Everybody was in on it. Like one yeah. of the fucking, it was like one guy with his girlfriend. His girlfriend was throwing up the whole time. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. It was just, the, so they come down and they're like asking for tickets and they like point to me and they're like, are, are you supposed to be here? Like, blah, blah, blah. And everybody around me was like, no, yeah, yeah. He's our friend. We got his ticket. And so I had <laughs> literally the opposite experience that you did. Damn. Well, like, uh, this guy was just being an asshole. I, I've, I have friends who are like, hey, where are you sitting? And literally, the, you know, usually if you go to races, you're trying to get friends to go or you got a group of people and it's harder to do it. The more people you have, the harder to do it. But it's one, one little good thing that's been about COVID is a social distance seating is if it's just me and a buddy or I take my wife to a lot of races. Like if I'm, if my buddy's like, Hey, I can't go to that one. I was like, well, we're going, and I'll take my girl to races and stuff. And I feel like it's just two of us. I'll be like, we're going to go sit where we want to sit. And it's, it's kind of like you just walk it. Like you talk it. If you walk in and act like those are your seats and that's where you're going to sit. If no one comes and is like, hey, that's my seat, then you're golden. I, yeah. I've, like the last eight races I've been to, I've never even gone to my seat. I've just been like, you know what I think I want to sit today? I think I'm going to sit out of turn four. And I'll just go over there and be like, hey, there's some empty row. And I'll just go sit in an empty row. And 95% of the time, no one says shit. Dude, I do and, that with a big group of people every year at Talladega even. And dude, that yep. race sells Talladega's out. And even really at Talladega, easy. people are like, ah, you know what? Those are my seats. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Dude, They're I've, so I've had people be like, well, it's mainly usually older people, but they'll be like, you're in my seat and i'll be like dude it's cool i'll move and they'll be like yeah and i'm like ah. and then i've i've literally like me and my wife i've gone like or like we've been like let's go see where our seat is we'll go look and there'll be people sitting in my seat i won't even say a word to them no. i was like look. i'll be like well that's where our seats were i was like yeah, let's go let's, there's an empty row over there let's go sit over there or something. yeah i would only do it if like i got kicked out of some other seats and i'd go back and be like hey yeah. dude Dude, I don't care, well, but I got kicked out of the other seats. I need one my year, seats. One year at Darlington, me and my buddies were like, oh, let's go sit up top. Like, let's go sit up there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the race is getting ready to start. And it was one of those where you're like, there's a lot of fucking people here. And sitting yeah, there, Darlington like, hey, sells people, out. Yeah, people were like, hey, you're in our seat. And we we're like, oh, oh, okay. So, like, let's go up to this row. Like, we are, you already you spot your next row before you move. And we're right. like, all right, let's go to that row. That right, row yeah, you already like, got hey, it in mind. Hey, you're in our seat. And we're like, okay. Let's go to this row. And we go do it. We're like, dude, all right. If somebody comes to this seat, let's just go find our fucking seats. Cause we, this is embarrassing at this point. And uh, somebody came and was like, Hey, you're in our seat. And I was like, all right, we got to do, let's go find our seats. Like we can't do it this long. And you the go down there and start. get the fucking black shit all over you. What? Like the rubber? 
Yeah. Like in yeah, Darlington, uh, that definitely yeah. happens. Yeah. If you're sitting in that lower session, especially yes. like on front stretch. Yeah. You'll, you'll have you great get covered in it. So, yeah. Then it's like, it's, it's like, such an oh, old track yeah. and it's tight, yeah. you know, it's like, that's nice. I yeah. hate this, but it's this old is awesome. school. It's old school. Mm-hmm. NASCAR there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You either get great view up high or you get fucking rubber in your teeth down low. That's old. Hell school yeah. NASCAR. That should be their motto. Great <laughs> views and rubber in your teeth. Hell yeah. But then, um, you knew like, I mean, I traditionally is like, can't stand single file racing. You know, it sucks. Nobody enjoys it. But after the big one and the rain delay, it was like, we were starting the race. There was still 185 laps left and it was 10 o'clock. And I was like, it's about to be a long night. And then I, I texted my boss and was like, Hey dude, I'm going to need tomorrow off. I'm not making it. Cause it was already going to be like six o'clock before I got home. How, and that did that rain delay, like beat out the Texas rain delay. Like, what do you mean? Like, you it remember was that Texas rain delay? Yeah. Yeah. It was like three days. It wasn't three days last year. The no, 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 no. Oh, are you talking? I'm, maybe I'm thinking of a different one because I was at a Texas race and it was like a four hour rain delay or something. But oh, I because me and my buddies waited that one out. We went to a Mexican restaurant and we like <laughs> the last, the last probably six times I've been to Daytona, it's been rain delayed or rain some sort and been postponed. Like, the Justin Haley bullshit win. I was at that July mm-hmm. race and it got rained out. And me and my wife went home and then it got rained out again during Sunday. And I was like, I'm glad we didn't stay. Um, but like literally, if you're going to Daytona, pack a fucking rain jacket because like February, uh, July, August, it's going to rain. It's Florida. That's part of it. It's global cooling, just, dude. You just, That's yeah, you thing. just hope they're going to get it. It's going to not rain enough. They get the track drying race. I'm going to become like a global cooling truther. It's like no like a flat earther just keep taking pictures of the snow yeah and i won't have any science behind it i'm just like dude it's there's snow in texas and so it's global cooling it's texas we're in the desert i don't even need into like science i'm just like Um, look at the evidence man there's snow (laughs) so uh, everyone hated the the race you were at the race it was single file what did you think everybody hated it it was like the one of the most hated fucking daytona 500s like, uh, I mean, there's been plenty of Talladega races where they did it. They have the big one early, and then all of a sudden there's single file racing. And my whole thing was because I was there. Like, if I'd been home, I'd probably been more agitated. But because I was there, I was like, it's 10 o'clock. We got 180 laps left. We got to get these. We got to get this thing done and over with. And there were some good stage races, like racing on for the stage wins and stuff. And it got to like 40 to go, 30 to go in the final stage. And I was kind of like, man, this, this thing's about to build up. They're they're about to start slicing and dicing any minute now. And I was texting my buddies, like, get ready. This shit's about to get hot. <laughs> and it was 20 to go. Like, any, any you know, super speedway race, you, went, you know, 20 to go, it's fucking on. 30 to go, go, it's on. Yeah. 20 to go, it's go time, baby. They run single files, 10 to go. And I, and I got Kevin on my scanner, and, I'm and like, it's just quiet. And he's like, 10 to go, 9 to go, coming to 8 to go. And I'm just kind of like, hey, guys, like, if I was you, I'd make my move now. Because my whole thing is, like, if you make your move with 10 to go, if no one goes with you, you still got nine laps left to try to get back up there. But yeah. if you make it on the last lap and it doesn't work, it's over. Because that's the thing, man. Like, it seemed like every time it would drop down, it didn't work. It's like the yeah, high line. The high line was of, always faster. A lot of the stuff I listened to this week, they were saying with the, with the package they have this time, like, they've always been racing really good with this new Super Speedway package. But this package that when they were running single file, it was so fucking fast on the top that if you pulled out on the bottom, you just pulled a parachute. 
and you would go right back. And even if there was 12 cars on top and you had six cars to go to the bottom, it still didn't matter. The top was faster. And every you could tell everybody was waiting the last lap. And I'm like, dude, three to, like it was three to go. And I was like, somebody do something. Like somebody. I mean, what's but move. what's the solution here? And I and I understand that you know they were trying to be more careful and just at least get to the end because the big one came early. But mm-hmm. there's got to be more than that. I mean, what's the solution? How do we make it beneficial? To not be single file. I like how do you take away that incentive? Is like look minus the Daytona 500. Look at the last like six, seven, or however many that when they started this package they have right now with the Super Seeds race. It's been insane. I think when Chase won Dega, that was the first time they did it. Um, what was it like two years ago Springers. when they took away the yeah. plates? Wasn't that when they yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah. And then they did yeah. the bigger spoilers the, and they raised it. Yeah, like they took away the two more inches. plates. Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. And they ago. did this whole package where the yeah. runs are crazy and the super speedway racing has been insane. It's been so good. I mean, we had Newman's wrecked and whole thing, but cars, when they go backwards and turn around, they're going to go upside down. That's aerodynamics. But, right. anyways, the racing has been insane. And then to me, the whole thing is the single fire racing. I was like, the drivers choose to do that. And they're like, oh, we got to get the finish. You can't win if you don't get the finish. I'm like, the, ra- the race being boring was all because of the drivers. I'm like, your gladiators here that are doing putting on the show didn't put on the show. I was like, well, don't blame the car. Don't blame the package. Don't change anything. I was like, I mean, the drivers chose to do that. But another and, uh, thing, too, is the reason that we got stage racing was to prevent being like, 200 laps down like in the richard petty era you know where yeah, you could dude. just you would get lapped and get lapped and get lapped it doesn't seem like that's even a possibility now even without stage racing it's like if you're not if your car's not completely fucked you're probably not getting lapped it seems like you're just sticking with the pack so Martin Truex almost- jr and kurt bush were in the tail end and they were in that big wreck i mean the cars look like junkyard cars uh tyler wreck too and because of the draft they were still at the tail end just riding like right to gain laps. so so I don't know. It's like, do we just take away the stages or do we change the package to where you could get lapped that much? Or I, I, I just don't know. Well, my, or yeah, I mean, like, I think Martin Truex finished like nine laps down, but there's still got like, say if they did wreck, say they wrecked with 10 laps to go. And there was, say there was a big one on the 10 with 10 to go. If there was guys that didn't finish from that race on Martin Truex, that's positions Martin Truex could have gained. So I get like their car's junk. He's getting laps down and laps down, but he, if there's potentially one point he can he can gain, we've all seen coming to the playoffs. One point can matter. So like I get guys trying to hang on, and it ain't like the old days when there was only two cars on the lead lap and shit. Right. But I, me personally, I know a lot of fans are. I love stage racing. It's kind of fucked up road course racing a little bit with strategy, but I love stage racing. A lot of old school fans are like, dude, oh wow, stage racing. What the hell is that? But it's like stage racing. I, I went to Atlanta and watched 300 laps of green flag racing. And I love racing to a passion, but I was bored as shit. Like, I did, it was hard to tell what the hell was going on because you just sat there like, why, like there was no battles going on or nothing. It was all green flag. And stages gives you a point where, hey, running top 10 in the early in the race matters. And if you wreck in stage two, you still got some points out of the day. I'm actually with you. Yeah. Even being, you know, an old school NASCAR fan, as you can see. Got my <laughs> Sam Bass, my Dale Earnhardt. Hell yeah. Davey Allison there. Rusty there. Um, got my rattlesnake there, if you can see. Hey. Uh, killed that with my bare hands. I was about to ask if you bought it or killed it. 
No, actually did kill it. I don't I think I'm just going to buy shit and mount it. Come on. Uh, I actually lost my pheasant too. I used to have a pheasant right up there. Killed that and mounted it. Lost it. Uh, won't get into that. But I'm actually with you. I, I don't hate stage racing either. Uh, and I think it does make NASCAR more digestible for newer fans. And it kind of puts, it builds races inside the race and adds some excitement. And by the way, I just got power back and I saw a tweet. Is Austin Dillon the points leader? Yes, Austin Dillon. <laughs> ah, he, uh, let's go. Because he, he got the dual win. They did stages. They did yeah, top 10 yeah. points. Yeah, and I mean, he win. had good stage he had finishes. Good sta- every... He had good stage finishes, finished third, and he's Dude, good points leader. <laughs> he was crushing yeah. it. He does do yeah. well at Daytona, though. Um, yeah, he does. He, do- he is good at super speedways. So I don't know um, if that's like really classic saying example. Much. It was 2016, I believe. It was before stage racing was came about. I think it came out in eighteen. Um, it was one, or no, it just came in seventeen. Martin Truex Jr. had an awesome year. Had plenty of wins. He had the Bass Pro seventy eight in Talladega. He did awesome all day. He was up front leading the pack. And I don't want to say it was like right after halfway he blew a motor and he didn't make it to the next round of the playoffs or chase at that point. And there was literally like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. He, he ran good all day, blew a motor three-quarters of a race and had nothing to show. For, he finished like 38, had nothing to show for it the rest of the day. And it was like prime example of where stage racing and stage points were like, like at least hey, get you the can points. get some stage points for the first first quarter and half of the race. Right. And then you can fuck up and wreck or blow a motor and you still had something to look back on your day. You, it, wasn't, it wasn't like, hey, I led the whole race and finished last. It was, it was like you still had points out of the day. So I, I love stage racing. As right. an old school fan, I love stage racing. But if you get on, like, God forbid, Facebook, you know, NASCAR groups, <laughs> they're all like, they, they, it ain't been the same since Dale. And it ain't been the same since Jeff left and shit. And it's like, dude, it's we're like 60 years into this thing. Like, they can't race forever. We have to move on. Stuff's going to change. And the funniest is now, you know, it ain't been the same since Dale Jr. left. It's like, I remember when yeah. Dale Jr. was young and he was like the, yeah. <laughs> the up and comer. Dude, now I went to Dagan school. 03. <laughs> 03 was my first Dagger race. And I, my first, like my first couple of years of Dagger racing was Junior's heydays. And, and right. as a young kid, you know, Earnhardt, you love Junior. Everybody loved Junior. He was the Chase Elliott back then. Yes. Like the, the most popular the eight, driver. The eight Budweiser and he was winning. So yeah. when you go to Taldega and Junior's winning, dude, I mean, the parties were like, and I was yeah. a little kid. I mean, I fought, I saw my first pair of boobs at Talladega. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah. That's so I mean that's a true love story right the, there. The the Dega days, the Dale Dega days were just awesome. And I see stuff now like 
you know, like back in Dale Digger Digger days. Digger, that should be yeah. like a shirt. Yeah, I might hashtag. have to make that Dale Digger uh, days. We should Oof. jump on it. But it's like, dude, like, and then it's like we've talked is like with all the like Twitter and shit going on. These these kids have no idea. Twitter's ruined what, NASCAR. Can we just agree? Really, I, I mean, I use Twitter a lot. That's how I started. It's my main podcast. platform. But it's like it's almost like I fucking hate it so much, but I can't mm-hmm. stop posting and getting on it because I have literally the only reason I have a podcast. Yeah, it's the only way I know you. And there you go. it's like I make friends. I've got other friends I've made on there and I've met at races because of Twitter. But then there's like 80 percent of fucking little shitheads on there that I'm like, dude, get off here. Like, y'all know nothing about NASCAR. I saw a tweet. And I don't know if this person listens to the podcast or not. I don't, I don't know if I remember who it was that tweeted it and maybe they were being sarcastic. And if they were, I'm being the fucking boomer and not getting the joke, (laughs) but it said something like, like, do y'all now realize that like, we don't need super speedways and NASCAR anymore. Dude. Yeah. I see. Did you see that that one? I see stuff like it's only, I was so pissed. I was like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, and of yeah, course, right. all their other tweets are about how great road courses are, and I was like, Dude, I, I hate this person. I'm right there with you. Like, I, I'm optimistic with where the sport's going and everything. And I'm like, at first, like, I was all cool, like schedule change. Let's do it. Run that bitch. Let's, right. Let's I love. It. I love mixing it up. Yeah. But then it was like 1,800 road courses, and I was like, right. who fuck. Who the fuck said they wanted a road course? Right. Like, what in the hell happened? It's like, and it oh, was no, like, it was the 17 people on Twitter, look, and they got look, their way. Yeah, I'll let you – okay, Charlotte Roval, okay, cool. It's mm-hmm. different. It's why – like, oh, I was crazy. okay with that. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That gave us three road courses. And then it was like, COVID's totally starting to wrench things. But then now there's like, hey, we're going to do eight road courses. I'm like, dude, I said three. Like, right. who the hell said that we want – and then I was like, well, you've been to Circuit of Americas, but I was kind of like, that one sounds interesting. I was like, I don't like I've that watched, idea at all. I've I don't think that track road... is built for stock cars. I don't think It'll it's going to produce good show. racing. Um, but Austin is not a NASCAR city. No one here likes NASCAR. No one talks about NASCAR. Dallas and Fort Worth more so. Even Houston more so. Not Austin. Well, it's like Road sense. America or Road America on 4th of July. I'm like, look, I was totally on the fence with the Daytona July move because it's iconic. July 4th, Daytona just screams right. America and bald eagles. But then it was also like, well, if you're going to move it, you gave us the the cutoff race, kind of tit for tat. But then it's like freaking road course on July, July 4th. No, who gives a shit about that? Man, yeah. it was like, I got, look, I got real pissed about the Indy road course. I'm all for, like, people are like, oh, uh, Indy or Brickyard 400 is boring. It sucks. It's, it's like, dude, it's iconic. It's history. It's the Brickyard. It's Indianapolis. And then now, like, them going to the Indy Roval, I'm like, I, y'all throw that shit away. I don't even want to watch this shit. But I'll watch it, but it's... Are you, uh, are you excited about Nashville? Nashville, I'm okay with. They, then that's another thing. They were kind of teasing, like, we're going to add a new oh track. Oh, my God. That was the whole thing. Yeah. And then they were like, Nashville? And it was like, y'all just teased this whole thing, and that's what it was. But Nashville... I, it, I probably should already have gotten tickets because I know it's probably going to sell out with social distancing and stuff. Yeah, probably. But it's only a four-hour ride for me. And a bunch of buddies of mine have been like, dude, we ought to hit Nashville. Like, it's the first cup race. That'll be sick. I think I think Nashville is a great idea. I think yeah, bringing back Nashville like is it. great. Um, I like Nashville, but I've, ne- I've never seen that track. So I was like, well, that's no, a me track either. I could check off the list. Right, me either. But it, it appeases the old school fans because it brings back an older track. Yeah, uh, they get into a new market in Nashville, a big city, which is what they yeah. want. 
it's it's an oval, right? Isn't it? It's just an oval, yeah. right? It's like a D-shaped it, oval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, and, and it's concrete it's, though. Oh, ooh, interesting. It's, okay. Yeah, that, that's all. I'm like, I could shake it up. You know, who knows? But I'm also but like, it NASCAR, doesn't have like it doesn't have big grandstands either, which is I think yeah. really smart. That's what NASCAR needs yeah. to do. Is like find like yeah. Darlington size tracks. Well, that's or the thing, Rockingham. Of... I don't know why the fuck Rockingham hasn't been brought. Everyone's like, oh, the facilities the aren't up it. to standards. I drove by that place. It looked very nice. And they're like, well, the grandstands aren't very big. And I'm like, NASCAR doesn't need big grandstands. I'm like, I'm sorry that, to break it to you. They can't <laughs> sell out tracks no anymore. Well, that, here's the thing, too, is and you've been to Darlington. It's like we did Darlington. Uh, it was like it's like it holds 75,000 sold out crowd. It always race. sells out. The stands are packed. You look on right. TV and you're like, that's NASCAR. That, and Darlington think, is like the epitome of NASCAR to me. I think it's old they went, school. They went perfect. to Indy. They went to, or when they were at Indy, it seats 250,000 people. Right. And they had, they had like 80,000 people there, mm-hmm. which was more than we had at Darlington, but they're spread out over 250,000 right. seats. And they're like, nobody showed up for the Indy race. Yeah, it's Indy like sucked. Bristol. They did the same thing with Bristol. Bristol Bristol holds 150,000. And they're like, nobody was at the Bristol race. And it's like, there was more people at the Bristol race than there was at Darlington. But was because say, Darlington yeah. was condensed and packed together, it looks like a sold they out. They had crowd. like 100,000 or something like that at Bristol. Yeah. It's like, but, and that's the thing is just a ton of people. But we, we, well, another thing is like NASCAR made all these bleachers for the heyday. 2000s right. we had 500,000 people going races and shit that's I'm, I'm exaggerating but like you know the but old videos no it's yeah awesome. i mean it'd be 200,000 people at races yeah. like honestly but then it, now it's it like hey i think dover's already taken some of their grandstands out atlanta's taken some grandstands out hey if only they if probably thousand people are coming to these races sell 50,000 seats yeah I, and if 60,000 people sell 50,000 you can yeah, make more money make it's it, like makes yeah. a lot of sense business supply and demand Right. That's it I right mean, there. I mean, they probably should. Everyone was freaking out when they started covering, covering up grandstands like at, at Texas and stuff. I'm like, yep. they probably need to, man. They're not – it looks well, bad on TV when and these then, fucking and then stands are your, empty. You're non-NASCAR fans. Here's the thing I've never fucking understood, dude, is people that don't watch NASCAR like to talk shit about NASCAR. That shit on NASCAR? Yeah. And I, like, it's going to happen. Like at work and stuff, gonna people happen. Like, oh, cars going in circles. I'm like, yeah. do you watch it? And they'll be like, I wouldn't watch that shit. And I'm like, why are you hating on it? Like, I right. don't care if you don't watch it, but why are you negative about it? And to um, be fair, though, I do make fun of soccer and I don't watch soccer. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's got their own. That's a whatever sport. But it's like, going to get look, we are we're a redneck sport. We're going to be the butt of the jokes regardless. It'll always happen because we're the redneck and sport. That, and that's what I'm OK with being the redneck getting sport. Getting away from, you know, Bubba Wallace. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they don't want thing. us to be redneck. I'm okay with being the redneck sport. We are the redneck sport. Let's but just I've never understood. Let's be real. I've never understood why people hate on NASCAR. And then those same people be like, look at the grandstands. Nobody even goes anymore. And I was like, well, let's be honest. It's 2021. I can watch a whole race on my cell phone. Why are you listening to Kevin Harvick spotter talk to me? I was like, I don't, I can do that for $4 a month and watch everything on, on my TV, on my couch, drinking a beer not spending any money. I was like, or I can spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars traveling across state lines and spending a whole weekend gone from my family to watch a race. I was like, America's more lazy than ever, pretty much. I was like, nobody wants to go do that shit. Back in the day, if you wanted to watch a race, you had to tune in or you had to be there. Yeah, NASCAR just needs to put an emphasis on like the experience. 
because yes. there's no other experience like NASCAR when it comes to sports. There isn't. And mm-hmm. like I said, I make fun of soccer. I've never been to like a fucking soccer match in England. That's probably I'm sure crazy. I'm not I'm right. Sure I'm wild. not. I'm sure that shit gets crazy. I hear there's fights and shit. I've seen Korean street hooligans. Looks dope. <laughs> if I'm in England, yeah. I, I fucking hate soccer, but I'll go to a match because that's probably fun. Um, yeah. You know, maybe hockey in Canada is crazy. I don't know. But from my experience, person that's never left the United States of America, you know, mm-hmm. lives in Texas. Like NASCAR is the epitome. It really is. Yeah. And I love football. I love college football, especially. Uh, but it just doesn't quite match NASCAR. I'll show you, dude. They need Before to sell we- the experience. They need to get people. I've got personally gotten people to become fans of NASCAR just by taking them to Talladega. Dude, that's per- it. It's it's the perfect. If it's a perfect, like, if I was gonna get a buddy and take get them into, like, hey man, you should like give NASCAR a chance. Okay, I'll go. I'm gonna take them to Atlanta. I'm gonna take them to Talladega, and if I can't tell them to Talladega, I'm gonna take them to Bristol because yep. I know both yeah. of those right there are gonna hook someone. My but one of my best buddies I work with, I took him. He's like he's been to Atlanta when he was younger and stuff, but he was like went to party and didn't. He wasn't right. watching racing. Yeah, it's like I, I said, used to go to races in the '90s when I was a kid. It's like was I really an NASCAR fan or yeah. my dad wanted to go see Rusty Wallace. And, uh, Last year, like before it was pre-COVID, I had a whole boys trip planned. I had like 10 buddies going. Of course. My normal yeah. race buddies. Like, you know, we were going to go all in because like I love Dagan. And and then COVID happened and I still had four tickets. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, Do y'all get an RV like, or camp or anything or what? We, we usually just camp. Like we, uh, you know, I'll, bring I'll, bring a hammock, I'll bring a hammock or a tent and, you know, just rough it. I and, always uh, bring a tent and I never set it up. I just end up <laughs> sleeping on the ground with that as my blanket. Like, oh my naked. god, I get a hammock. Is the best. I'll, I'll it's have a the hammock best. in between two trees, and I'll just sway That's my tight. hammock, pass out. Um, but I took one of my buddies. He'd never been to Talladega, and it, it was COVID race, so like there was only five thousand people there, which was cool. It's kind of like our own little VIP race. Yeah, but at least that him, was the last year day or the yeah last, yeah, last spring year race. Time. Yeah, and um, and that was the first race least, they let people back in, right? Yeah, and then he at least I was like, hey, or they did Homestead and then Dega, and then I was at least like, hey man, just watch the racing. This is like going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. And he he freaking loved it. And Ryan Blaney won, and he was like, or and when the race started, he was like, I like that twelve car. And I was like, yeah. He was like, it's bright yellow. He's like, that's a cool looking car. So yeah, he's like, I'm gonna root for him. And Blaney won. And then we were on the way home, and he was over there just ordering Blaney shit. He ordered all this yeah. Blaney shit on the ride home, what and was- I was like. Boom. What was the year that Kozlowski won? Vega. He's won a couple times. Yeah, that's true. He, he won. Once uh, I say that, once I said that, I was like, that was fucking stupid. I won. Kozlowski. I want to say last time. I know when I went there on my honeymoon with my wife, he won the the seventeen fall race. He had that cool throwback scheme. Uh, I want to say race. that he might may have, have been, once once since then, but I can't remember. That might have been the one. Uh, he I had that I white. It was the white Miller Light, and he had the, the Miller Outline Light. Yeah, too. the all white yeah. Miller Light with the blue too, or whatever. Um, yeah, with the green spoiler. It was. Yeah. Okay. Scheme. Yeah. Uh, that that I'm pretty sure that was it. I took. Yeah, that was my honeymoon race. Never been to nice. Never been to NASCAR race. Um, no, but was open to the idea. You know, he's in a fraternity yeah. parties stuff. You know, he's like, oh, dude. You know, that sounds tight. Uh, open to the idea, so it took him. Yeah. And, you know, when you take somebody, like you said, they don't know who to root for. But you're like, you probably should, like, follow a car. It makes it more fun. Like, yeah, yeah. You at least have kinda... somebody to root for during Exactly. The Even if you don't care, it's just kind of fun. Yeah, it's almost like betting. It's almost like yep. betting for a sport you don't care about just to kind of get into it. So that's why I told everybody. I'm like, you know, 
try to find somebody at some point. If you see a cool shirt, even just anything, and you're like, that kind of catches my eye. I'll just watch that guy. And that's what he did. He's all Brad Kislowski, like oh, the two, yeah. like the Miller Lite stuff. And I was like, you know, yeah. that's a good guy to actually root for. Like he might, he has a chance. He went and bought the shirt. <laughs> you know the obnoxious one that has the graphic doll over it well uh, the full full-on NASCAR. Yeah. you know and so he bought a shirt just for the race at you know the the tents and then yeah. he ended up winning and same thing he was oh, fucking dude, ordering kazowski stuff he's yeah. like <laughs> and part of the joke was like he couldn't pronounce the guy's name even but he's like i'm all in like yeah dude, that's I don't know. Awesome. it's like, brad Talladeg- something one thing is like and i know you know it's like the infield party atmosphere of original dega is like I always tell my friends, like I was telling you before, it's like I always tell my friends, I said, just remember, you're at a NASCAR race. We're not at a party. We're at a right. fucking this NASCAR race. This isn't spring race. break. This yeah, is this is a NASCAR race, and everybody is just having fun, having a good time. I mean, you might see some bullshit or something, but everybody's just there having a good time. It doesn't matter where you're from or who, what you look like. It's like everybody's there just to have a good time and party. And right, like I've been to football games, and I've, I see numerous fights. I see all kinds of shit going That's on. And I, nobody, everybody's fights. pissed no. off. Right, and it's like, dude, like everybody in NASCAR races just having a good time. And I don't know if I mainly go to a lot of Southern races. Maybe it's Southern hospitality, but it's That's like the thing. I've never been. Well, no, I go to the Kansas race. Everybody's cool too. So yeah, well, I I feel like it's a NASCAR thing. But I then think it's a NASCAR thing. I was thing. telling you earlier is like the Daytona 500. I feel like you get your your cool NASCAR fan. You know, maybe your the Southern hipsters. NASCAR fans. Yeah, hipster NASCAR. But you also get your like, your like boomer generation, like Miami Vice, like rich guy crowd, and their young escort. Like you get, you see a lot of the like. Oh, that's rich, weird. It, it almost feels like the Kentucky Kentucky Derby or some shit. Well, that makes sense. That's a really like, good comparison. I feel like. Well, like yeah, it's the Daytona 500, but I, I'll see dudes where I'm like, like they're not even wearing like NASCAR stuff. Like they're wearing like a polo with like a big Rolex and stuff. I'm not judging anybody, but I'm kind of like. Do you even know who's on the poll? No, it's like, probably just a social thing to do for them. Yeah, All it's right, a th- I'm at the day. Do you have Do you have a beer? Uh, a beer? I can get another one. I can get another one. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I'm up? gonna get I'm one. Almost finished with this one. Yeah, we're oh, gonna chug gonna our beers. Intermission. Two second intermission. <laughs> Go grab a beer. <laughs> we're hey. back. We're back hey, from intermission. Coming to you live from the man. Coming case. to you live from Winter Hell Land. Um, <laughs> we're gonna wrap up the podcast here in a minute. So I just hey. wanted to do a nice toast. Um, this is Chase Elliott. Yeah, you're Don't talking worry. to me about my. Force Don't worry, shirt. I'm not a fucking Elliott fan. Everyone called oh, that. Well, yeah, you're talking Everyone's about freaking Kevin. out. My wife's a Chase <laughs> Elliott fan because he's hot. Oh Lord, what are you gonna do? Hey, All mine right. likes mine likes Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace. I I don't know what happened. I mean, Bubba Wallace is pretty good looking. Kurt Bush, though, come on. Yeah. Well, the first when we first started dating, that it was the 2017 500 or yeah, 17 500, and we all bet and we all picked a driver and put 20 bucks in, and she picked Kurt and Kurt won. Yeah. And so she's well, been a Kurt fan ever since. Yeah. I don't hate. Look, I don't hate Kurt. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I don't. Oh. I know a lot of people do. I don't hate Kurt, dude. I love the monster gig. I mean, right? I, I, I don't hate the guy. On. When it comes to the no. Bush brothers, I like Kurt. He's yeah. Seems like a straight up dude. I don't fucking. He's definitely leveled himself off from where he used to be. Right. That's the thing. It's like I used to hate him. It's very similar to Denny Hamlin, actually. I don't I'm hate the, Denny Hamlin anymore. I'm the same, and I'm saying I came Bush. to the conclusion last season. I was like, my wife was asking about Denny Hamlin, and I was like explaining to him, and I was like, yeah, he's an asshole, blah blah blah. But she kept asking, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't hate him anymore. Why did pimp. I hate him? <laughs> he's kind of a pimp daddy. I'm not going to lie. That's a, Hamlin, it, it's completely he's a turned. bachelor. He's a bachelor. He's got daughters and shit, but you know, he ain't got no old lady. And he fucking makes, he's got hella money. Starts he's a good a whole fucking team. driver, dude. Yeah, and he fucking can drive, dude. And like, he just people he doesn't hate like him. run his mouth. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. wreck people out anymore. Like, no. I was just thinking about it. I was like, why did I hate him? Like, I know I yeah. hated him. I fucking hated him. I, I've been to a lot of his wins. And it's not like, like, I've just been to a bunch of Denny Hamlin wins. And I'm kind of like, damn it, every time I fucking go to a race, he wins. And it's like, yeah, I don't hate him, fair. but it's like, I'm tired of going to races and watching him win. I want to see someone else win. All right, here we go. So we're hey. going to do a chug. I like your koozie a lot better than mine. I have an Austin Dillon hey. koozie. Not gonna I lie. couldn't find. So I wish I would have had damn that. It. We would have been matching for the threes. Damn um, it, boy. All right, one, two, three, chug. Cheers. Hey, cheers, buddy. I'm about to die. <laughs> there we go. It's a course, baby. <sighs> yeah, this is not a course. <laughs> and I got to Hey, man. Look, you're not going to get anybody else on here having beers with you, so. You well, might as well just pick I, me. That might be the test. <laughs> that might be the test. Of me, like, I was drinking beers before you even got me on the video. Perfect. That's what I want to hear. All right. Yeah. So, Daytona's gone. Uh, you Hell, we never finish? even talked about the finish. What'd you think of the finish? It was inevitable. Joey had to Joe. It's the last lap. Joey's going to block. All right. Brad's getting Here, pushed from hell. Here's my question. Okay. So I don't, I don't fault anybody. I don't care. I know people were like, Joey, Joey being Joey, you know, I'm like, yeah, Joey I like didn't Joey. really do anything. Honestly, I, surprised my opinion. I like Joey. Oh, I, I'm not a fan of Joey, but I'll call Joey out when he does some shit. I have no problem. I respect that. him because he's aggressive. Like, that's true. I can, I'm not going to sit here and I say, I like all the shit he does, but. He fucking goes for it. Like people that are another driver care. though, that I used to hate a lot more than I do now. It's weird. The older I'm getting, maybe it's the older these drivers are getting. I think that might be it too. Cause when they were the young guns, I hated all of them. Yeah. Especially Joey. He was the most hated. And when he would get into it with Tony, it's, I wasn't even a Tony Stewart fan, but I was yeah. like, yeah, beat his ass, Tony. 
And now <laughs> yeah. I've like kind of come around where Joey's like, kind of came into his own. He doesn't no. he doesn't run his mouth as much. He he doesn't look like a wussy little fucking your little brother anymore. Yeah. And I think but my that thing is Joey will go for it. Like when Joey hit Truex to go to Homestead, like I like a drive like uh, that was badass. Okay, like so were Truex, you? But I was like, were you mad? Badass. Were you mad when Austin Dillon won the Daytona 500? No, and I was, okay, and he dumped Eric. Sure. No, yeah. I was like, I used to kind of be like Austin Dillon, like ugh, he was kind of easy. But Austin Dillon's coming to his own. He's gotten a couple wins, sorry, and then the five because everybody dude, was fucking pissed at Austin for that win. No, I loved and it. I was like, fuck that, dude. It's the end of the Daytona 500. He's been aggressive. Like he went down for a block to make sure he doesn't get passed. Dude, like the crazy thing was, is um, it was like Daytona. I wanted to talk to you about it, even though we're running out of time. Is Daytona's got this weird fucking like thing about it? Earnhardt died. Junior wins the July race. We've all seen it. It's it gives you goosebumps. It's crazy iconic. Um, you got Austin Dillon winning the five hundred in the three car 20 years after Dale Earnhardt did it. Mm-hmm. You got a rookie winning it the year he died. 10 years later, a rookie win or a, a nobody first win wins it. 10 year, 20 years after a no first win wins it. And then it's like, and it's like Daytona's just got this weird man. Like what did, what did Kevin Harvick do thing that season also? Oh, when Earnhardt died? Yeah. He won, he won three races, his third That's- race. After yeah. Earnhardt died, Kevin Harvick won or his third start because he did Vegas Rockingham Atlanta, won in Earnhardt's car where Earnhardt won the year before. Yeah, it's I like, knew there dude, was somebody some, should do a documentary some on this shit with shit. Harvick too. Yeah. It's it's some crazy shit. Yeah, Kevin, this year's race, Kevin, the lap three, everybody twenty years, Kevin Harvick takes the lead on lap three. Derek Cope blows a tire on lap three. Where Derek, when Derek Cope won the 500, Dale Earnhardt blew a tire. It, it it's it, it's almost just like, dude, like, who's doing this? Yeah, it, it's just a bunch of little shit where this you're like, right dude, here. man, Sitting yeah, next to him, yeah, up in heaven, Big E. Yeah, I know. It's That's just right, like, baby. dude, man, like you can't make all this shit up. It's so it's so coincidental. All right, so the the finish, I'm guessing you're cool wins. It. it was inevitable. I love it. I mean, it's like I like I said to, on Twitter, it's like it's like that nerd buddy that finally got laid he finally got a win <laughs> he finally got some tank like, yeah he finally <laughs> got it done and everybody's like hey man um, my boy he got it win. i think Good, was everybody was kind of giving logano a hard time but what was he supposed look, to do look i don't i don't care how that finished that it finished right finished everybody was you know making their moves being aggressive but but if i am gonna point at fingers you can't point at Logano because McDowell was the one that fucking bumped Kozlowski. Or what he bumped Logano. McDowell's pushing because McDowell's pushing Kozlowski and they get a hell they were laying back. Yeah. They, are, they already sent Kevin to the curb and they're getting a hell of a run on Joey Logano. Joey Logano's a sitting duck. Is he supposed to just let Brad Kozlowski drive by and go win the five hundred? But it didn't look like he came way up for a block either. It, he was right there. He kind of just it kind of just shifted. Exactly. I'm and like, it almost looked like Brad K was kind of like, oh fuck, do I go under or over him? Brad and Mike McDowell. Yeah, pushed. he was he had the momentum from getting pushed. I mean, it's kind of yeah, like he, what was happening no all day. Choice. It was like he's just gotta go where he's going at this point. 
Yeah. So I was just like, I mean, McDowell did start the whole thing by pushing him. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't well, care. That's the thing. I'm happy that he won. But it worked let's out not point him. fingers here. Everybody well, did he just as, their thing. He just as easy could have been in that wreck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it worked out that the seas parted and went right through it. I know what she Chase was. Chase Elliott so almost won, won, won the motherfucker. Fine. Chase Elliott and Austin Dillon almost won the motherfucker. Yeah, because but, that was the thing. I thought Austin got second. I even tweeted about it. And I was dude, like, damn, Austin was so close at fucking plus 1,500. Well, uh, when I was there. It was when they threw the yellow. Yeah. When I was there, like, you saw him, like, you saw Chase coming and Austin Dillon under Chase. And then mm-hmm. they came out of four and the yellow was out. And they were like, Michael McDowell has just won the Daytona 500. And everybody's they like, They called it yeah. right then. Well, and they the- were like, everybody was like, yeah. And then they were like, hold on one second, folks. They were like, the time of the caution. And I was literally like, they're about to give this shit to Chase. Like, Just to I was okay. I was okay with any of them three, really. But I was yeah. like, they're, they're about all to give there this shit to Chase. The they're about, I was like, there's going to be some video where Chase was like an inch in front of them or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're about to give it to Chase. He ended up being I, an inch know. in front of Austin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it the turned yellow. out, it was like right there. I was like, it turned Ugh. out that Austin or Michael was a whole car length ahead. And it was like, dude, I'm biased I mean, though. So, like, you can't, I, I can't be that. mad with a first win. I've been to a bunch of first wins. It, it's nope. cool, dude. Daytona 500 is where you're going to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, he's earned it. He's been in the sport 14 years. First right. win, that's freaking awesome. Uh, I guess to wrap things up, any feelings for this coming up weekend, one way or the other? Dude, look, like when we did first, when we first did the Roval back in July or August, whenever the hell they did it last year, it was, it was a snooze fest. It sucked. And you thought it was going to be this crazy Roval calamity crash. But when they, when they did the Roval last year and then Chase just walked off with it, you were like, what the fuck? This is boring as shit. Honestly, wasn't a fan of it. It kind of sucked. But then when we, and then when we came into the clash, I was kind of like, dude, I am not looking forward to this shit. Fuck the clash. I can't believe they took it off the Oval. And then the clash was with the low downforce packages and 750 horsepower. I was like, shit, that was, clash was entertaining. Well, here's my question. Was the clash good or was the fin- or was the finish of the clash good? Because I'm trying clash, to – I might have to rewatch it because it's like the finish was exciting. You know, it was very exciting. Yeah. Where Chase bumps Blaney and fucking Kyle gets the win. And yeah. it was a fun ending. But I might have to rewatch it because I was thinking back and I was like, was it actually a good race? Am I – or maybe I'm wrong. Well, I don't know. I feel like it was like – you know that off season where you're just like, dude, I want to see fucking race. I want to see racing. race cars. I'm ready for race cars. The yeah. new paint schemes, new guys, new teams, Lottie Daw, shiny cars, the lights. Which we threw me off, that. by the way. All the new teams. I was like, Yeah. My wife's it like, always takes you a that? couple and I'm like, Oh, that's Eric Jones. Ah, uh, shit. No, that's not Eric Jones. <laughs> that's not Daniel Suarez. Fuck. I don't. Yeah. Five? There's a five out there. And like, um, everything threw me off. It, the clash, I just felt the low downforce. So you could tell guys, it was, they, it was a little more road course. Like Watkins Glenish, like guys sliding, slipping, missing corners, the mud on the track or whatever. And then you have that crazy Roval-ish finish at where Kyle Busch comes by to win. And you're like, dude, I mean, that was fucking crazy. Like the if it had really to be cool. off the oval, I'll take that road course. But then also that's going to lead into the Roval this weekend is we're going to be expecting some barn burner crazy fucking race. I don't think and, we're going to get it. And Chase Elliott might just lead the whole damn thing and win, which and everybody's knowing, already given to him. But right. I think now it's they're, they're expecting the last lap wreck finish. And it's like, we might just get a dude leading by five seconds and roll on with it. Right. I mean, thankfully, Chase was right there to be aggressive at the end for the clash. Or else, mm-hmm. yeah, who we wouldn't know. I mean, that's my thing is I have to go back and, and rewatch it, I think, to decide. Because I, I've, been, I've been thinking about that. And, like, was it a good race? Or 
It's just Chase being so aggressive there at the end with his buddy Blaney um, that made it a really exciting finish. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I that was the whole thing is like I I didn't give a shit who won the class. That and right. it's like I I kept telling my buddy I was at his house watching the race and I was like, dude, Kyle Busch is in third. I was like, Kyle Busch is getting closer. Kyle Busch is right behind those guys. He's catching them. And He's then when they went direct, and I was also. like, hey, Kyle just rolled by. I just people I'm, forget, I'm man. Everyone's Charlotte on Oval. everyone's on Chase's dick right now. They forget Kyle's oh, a great road course driver. You know, well, it's like you had junior fans and they were the worst. And it passed the torch to Chase. It's like exactly. I like Chase Elliott. He literally only lives a few hours from us. And it's like Chase Elliott's a George boy. I mean, he seems like a cool good guy. He's a cool dude, but <laughs> he seems like a good. I don't want to hate him. No, but his fans, like when you're at the race, it's mm-hmm. 100% Chase Elliott fans and Chase Elliott shit and everywhere. And it's just gotten more and more and, and more. I remember a few years ago where you'd see yeah. you'd see the nine and you're like, that's respectable. That's cool. Yeah. He's an up-and-comer. That's kind of yeah. exciting. But now it's all you see. And you're Dude, like, it's, okay. It's Chase this and Chase that. It was cool to see a Chase Elliott fan like three years ago. Now I'm like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's literally like – and then that, that's the thing, though. It's like when Junior was kind of shitty and not doing good in the um, and Kevin Hart made that statement where he was like, "Our favorite, our most favorite driver, it doesn't win races." You know, kind of Junior kind of ta- tailed off at the end, but then now we have our most popular driver. He's winning races, winning a freaking championship. Right. It's nothing. Right. It's it's literally he nothing. He is the but new up champion. I mean, yeah, he yeah. is the up and comer that's you know gonna surpass the Kyle Bushes and the Loganos. Yes. Yeah. He is the guy that's supposed to do it. So, yeah, man. I mean, I'm all like when Chase wins, I think it's good for the sport. I'm all kind of like, hey, Chase won, you know, good old boy. But then his fans, like, you then you get on Twitter, or you get on Instagram, and it's like, fuck yeah, Chase, fuck you. And it's like, who's, dude, God, who's the next up and comer? Honestly, even younger than like with Chase, the like fans or just like driving wise, drivers. Dude, I honestly think Ty Gibbs is going to come and decimate all when he starts coming to the right. I, I think I think we already have one in the Cup Series. Yeah. Tyler Reddick. Dude. I think look, that dude's a G. I think we haven't personally, I think he's a fucking weirdo, and he looks weird. <laughs> but Dude, he, I think he's a very talented driver. We haven't got there, but I, like, I've kind of got my eyes on a couple guys when Kevin retires, who I'm going right. to pass the torch to. Or I'm kind of like, I might root for a couple guys or do something like this and that, but – Tyler Reddick and Ross Chastain are two dudes I really like. Look, like I just look, like their I driving think, style. I think Reddick is. I'll, I'll. I'll. This is my sales pitch for Reddick. I think he's an incredibly talented driver. I think he might be the most talented young driver out there. Yeah, he can drive the shit and off. And he's in the eight car. That's cool to see, yeah. dude. You well, could rock some eight merch. That's fun. Dude, the only thing is, I love. Like I like Caterpillar. I love the eight. I just wish that number number font was a little different. I don't like the number font. On the I eight. know. I'm with you. It's, it's not. It's not the block player font like it used number. to be. Yeah. They essentially sucks. tried to take the three style and turn it into the eight instead of the blockier. Yeah, eight. I'm with you. But I'm with you. I, I love. Re- I like Reddick a lot, and it's like I like him at RCR. I don't know if he's fully going to blossom at RCR. That's the I feel thing. Like- but next season, um, RCR has been the one that's been testing everything for that next-gen package or the next-gen car for next season. And so I think there's a chance RCR actually flourishes next season. Yeah. Because they're kind of on the front end of uh, this next car. We'll see. They helped design – or, like, the next-gen, yeah, they they built all of it. They've been designing it, testing it. So they actually – RCR could take off next season. We'll see. 
Um, oh, I, RCR fan at heart for life, you know. That's what I'm saying, dude. They just need to come back and bring all the old school fans. Well, they're still the good old boys. That's like when Austin wins, it's like, hey, cool, man. You know, they, the three. they don't win every freaking race. The three's back. It's cool to see the three do the a The three is in victory lane. It's cool to see don't the three car do retire it. I'm tired of the argument. It's yeah, stupid no, to retire numbers. Fuck all them. Fuck all let's, them. Let's enjoy the numbers, all right? Exactly. But I know you got to go. So thank you for coming good, on. Man. First co-host. We'll see. Hey. Do a little bit of the wave. Hold on. What if I do the wave? I'll start here, and then you have to pick it up there. No, no, no. It's the other oh. side for me. All right. So you got to do this. Yeah, that was good. That's something like that. That was good. Hey, boy. I just, yeah, yeah, your other co-host ain't going to have this swag, so we'll see. Well used to it. Yeah, hey. we'll see, man. It's going to be a tough competition. You're going to have to be in the I'll watch and listen. Like, this episode sucks. The first episode was way hey. better. I um, wish I could have been more prepared. We could have, like, shotgun the beer or something. Well, we'll do it next time. Hey, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, man, I got to – or in a minute, I'm going to hop off and do – I do league races on NASCAR Heat on Thursday and Friday and shit. NASCAR Heat? Yeah. It's like uh, I'm, I'm I in a league or game. something. That's a whole other discussion we'll have. I'm not a big video gamer. Like, I'm I'm a dad that works and shit, so it's like something I get to dis- disconnect. I just don't do want to pay $60 for the same fucking game every year because yeah. they have updated paint schemes. Paint schemes. Yeah, it's the it's same goddamn same. video game every year. They haven't updated anything. Yeah. I didn't play a lot of games growing up. Like, I yeah, I get it. Hunting and fishing and shit. So, like, this to me, I'm just like, being, oh my God, video game. Too busy getting laid and being fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what you're saying. Look being at being a grown dude. man. Obviously, yeah. I got laid a lot. Hey. <laughs> my wife's right. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been keeping it PG 13. All right, man. Well, thanks hey. for coming on. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have you back on. Like I said, it's a co-host competition, so we'll see. Hey, man, no worries. We're yeah. all gentlemen here. Yeah. But yeah, man, just holler at me. We'll uh, we'll get together or something. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, brother. Stay Peace. warm. Peace. It was straight shot. All it took was luck to not get caught. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.